0: Prohibition fall
1: down. All right, guys, uh, the day after Thanksgiving in Canada. Actually, that was maybe the day, day after. How's it going, DDC? This is Grow Talk. It was Thanksgiving in Canada this past Monday, though, Scotty. I dig uh, it, man. That, come on, Guru. What's your line? Oh, is it is it Canadian Black Friday, too? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Witty. Yeah, something. Something going on in Amazon or something. Regardless, this is Grow Talk. We're gonna talk about growing cannabis, maybe go deep, deep thoughts and some things. Like I was gonna ask Scotty if he's ever been thirsty in the
2: rain. Oh, that is deep, man. Yes. Tune into Wake and Bake for that one, right? right? <laughs> oh, they're teasing me with that shit, man. Show's rundown. Show, <laughs> show rundown
1: today. Grower questions off dudegrows.com. Uh, this first one up here from Slightly Stoned Stupid 42. <laughs> What's okay. up, fellas? So I wanted to ask you if it's okay to switch nutrients <laughs> in middle of grow. All right. There's options. Uh, the next one, Soil Grow Too Hot by Too Hirey. Uh, Got a grow hack here titled Sometimes You Just Gotta Improvise
2: by Donkey Kong Cannabis. Yes, Donkey Kong. That brings up the memories, man. They had amazing graphics back in the day, okay? in lime green leaves, mid-flower, normal or paranoid. By the way, you said paranoid. What kind of? fucking aircraft is that flying over the house now, man? That's some kind of attack helicopter now, right? It sounds I, like in, uh, they're dropping water up on the Cameron Peak fire to I me. I just hate it when the helicopters fly over my house. I'm paranoid about it now, man. Well, uh, get used to it. There's been enough
1: of them. It's just part of daily life now. But this is Grow Talk, guys. That last question. We're going to get into it about some deficiencies. Maybe go dive a little deep and learn about, hey, what might be missing when you're looking at your plant leaves. So this one's a good one. Stay tuned.
2: Yeah. Before
1: we do it, dudegrows.com forward slash support. The three guys can sign up to support the show. Over on Patreon, at ten dollars a month, you get hooked up. New members, free seeds from Seeds Here Now. Ongoing deals from Real Growers Recharge, yeah, thirty percent off Recharge, and we're getting close. What is it, man? We're getting about four or five days here. We're giving away an HLG Horticultural Lighting Group six hundred. If you want to enter to win that, be logged into Patreon as a paying supporter. Go to that post, make a comment, you're entered to win. We'll hit everybody up on Patreon and let you know who won, as well as uh, announce it on the show.
2: So those are the main, those are like, what are those? Those are the features and benefits. But it goes deeper, Scotty. I just want to say, if you do use Recharge, I look at the invoices all the time. It's like over a $15 uh, discount on a pounder. I mean, it's uh, significant, man. So go DTC.
1: Hell yeah. And building the community, dogrows.com. It's been a wealth of knowledge, to everybody helping out over there. I mean, that's what creates this show. So much respect there. Just go to dogrows.com forward slash support. Keep this baby rolling five yeah. days a week. Yeah.
2: As a matter of fact, and Banner was up this morning. We are hanging out for a couple hours. We were uh, going for, or just fixing up the seed grab for this week. I know we've got a new door prize going out. I think there's a, a members only newsletter about to go out. So a bunch yes. of cool benefits for the patrons. Actually, I got to go – I don't know if I'm going to – I'll save it for what's in my grow. But the patrons already know. They already got it. All right. You saved that. Dudegrows.com forward
1: slash support. Let's do this. Let's see who's growing some dank out there. I just packed some hash up in my bowl for when I have a minute to talk. Uh, This is G13 Hayes by Barney's – or G13 Hayes, Barney's Farm Seeds by Sergeant Love. Ooh, Sergeant Love. I like that. I don't think there's any real, like, what if that was your sergeant's name in the military? But Come on. No way. He'd have to be a hard ass, right? <laughs> All right. We got day 56 of flower under two HLG, or no, under two 600 watt HPS, excuse me, lights in a two by one square meter,
2: 2.2 meter high. We can already tell this is international. DVC All right. So these meters are pretty much yards. So it's a six by three, a three by six, something like that, essentially
1: you got it uh it goes in on here he's got medium can of cocoa four gallon smart pots fertilizer full can of cocoa line with all the additives plus mycorrhizal fungus and beneficial bacteria um and a gen 200 control my
2: secret tip what what what, hang on a second what is a gen 2 and why do i know why is that a secret man gen 200 i don't know i just did some quick googling
1: it's uh some type of uh, a proprietary organic roots and growth stimulator and the other one Looks like some type of IPM ensures the regulation of growth in the plants and the natural defense system. So some interesting stuff, but I'm not going to dig deeper because he is out of northern, northern Europe here. Um, says, I'm really enjoying the show. It's fun and learn something most of the time. Thanks for the stay like you are, guys. I Harvest harvest pictures were follow. Um, been growing now for three years and fucking never loved any kind of work more than this. Nice,
2: <laughs> nice. Well, hey, hey my, shout I'll, out to this
3: guy. Uh-huh. He's running bare bulb HPSs. Wow, you are right.
2: That's a blast from the past. Can you get oh, yeah, you're right. And they're on just those simple econo wings, it looks like. Just keeping it simple, man. Um,
1: so it says, yeah, so for sure, I will never stop and tell her friend and so-called helper prison
2: me up. So I think he said, I'm not going to stop unless they make me stop. Hey Guru, keep on that for a second on the, uh, on the uh, HPSs. Let's talk about just the efficiency of an LED compared to that. Just because I'm looking at that HPS, half of that light has to go, is going in the direction of the hood and then bouncing off the hood, reflecting off the hood, and then down into your plants that's pretty damn inefficient when it comes to light, no? Inefficient, but also can be a good thing at the same time.
3: Because it diffuses it? Uh, Because it diffuses it, so it puts out more bouncing light that's going in a lot of different directions as opposed to just straight down at it, which creates a lot of shadowing. Got it. Um but kind of it's it's still inefficient and whereas LEDs are pointing everything straight down but it's not instead of a single source making a ton one big shadow everywhere right. it's a ton of different point of sources coming in at different directions so you do get a more
2: diffuse light with those and I'm not I mean that's a badass system with badass buds in, in a different country by no means am I am I dogging on it I'm just looking at the reflector and it's kind of I'm trying to learn something today
1: somebody gonna make a go make an old edit of the real early show Scotty where we're like
2: yeah LED. Not so much. <laughs> yeah, that's how we met, Guru. Guru sent no, me a letter, say, an email, saying, uh, "You guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about with LEDs." Well, it's true. We'll Going to uh, market. Do now. in Northern Europe. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got to say, the LED that Guru and I put together as like proof of concept that he knew what the fuck he was doing is now in my garage. My garage light. It just lights up the garage. Shop light. Real nice shop light. Yeah, it's a little
1: bright. <laughs> Uh, all right, I have a market report. Sergeant Love from Northern Europe. We only have the free market here, and the prices are really good for weed. For buy for the buyers, maybe not so much, but they sell it a gram for fifteen to twenty
2: euros on the street. So time it's out, profitable. Time out. So fifty two euros, what like seventy five cents or something like that? Is that right? I, don't, I, think, I will I will look it up very quickly. So so- I think it's. So is that it's ten more. to fifteen bucks, something like that, per gram? Because if it's dank as fuck, it's not so bad, right? It says you can sell a lab, which I'm assuming is
1: slang for a pound in Northern Europe, okay. for four to five k, and it doesn't even have to be dank and don't even have to be really trimmed. <laughs> yeah, it's eighty five cents a euro. Yep,
3: eighty five cents in the dollar for a euro. Well, not terrible. I mean,
1: um, because 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 no one kind of does it here, so no one really cares. We love it. I really hope I can do. Um, What I love one day without sleeping with one eye open, I feel you, man, when you don't have to worry. I mean, literally, I've had definitely plenty of legitimate nightmares, and I'm sure Scotty has, of cops being at my house back in the day.
2: Yeah, a couple of them turned real.
1: Uh, He says, have a great uh, week. Big blessings and big love from your Sergeant Love. Right on, man. Thanks for the dank nugs and the market report from Northern Europe. I thought it was pretty funny. It's like it doesn't even really have
2: to be trimmed, right? Can I just – I feel like such a dumb person asking this. Where is Northern Europe? Is that like uh, uh, Switzerland? I don't even know. I did
3: uh, – So that would be like Sweden, Norway. Scandinavia. Germany. Like France, I think is technically Northern Europe.
2: Oh, yeah. like so, Italy would be like Southern Europe. Yeah, kind of stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Huh.
2: All right, got it. Got it.
1: All right, I got the uh, grow talk question here in from slightly stoned. Nice, stupid. Forty two. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, fellas? So I wanted to ask if it's okay to switch nutrients in the middle of a grow. I'm using Technoflora's recipe for success. Which there is no problem with, but I wanted to try something new. Any lines you recommend in pre pre-mix, mixing newts for two weeks at a time is okay?
2: All right, a couple Techno of
1: lines. TechnoFlore got their kit, their, their little kit in the hands of a lot of growers. I remember when
2: I was super simple, uh, basic nutrients to kit it all based. together when I worked retail. but... Yeah, but um, that, that's a simple salt based or synthetic, or I like to call them mineral based nutrients, but by no means a bad one to start with, very simple. No,
1: correct. Yeah, but I mean, I, I switching in the middle to grow, uh, what do you think? I mean, if you
2: just, I don't know why, he said everything's going good. You nope. hit the nail right on the head. Why would be my question. And, you know, what do you want to learn? If you're already halfway through a technoflora uh, harvest or run, why not go through it? See what kind of results you get. So then the next time you can compare it with whatever you need, Fox Farm can or whatever, you know, whatever. But you'd be able to at least compare it and be like, oh, you know what, the bud from, you know, Fox Farm came out a little bit more airy or a little bit more dense or frosty, whatever. I
1: can agree with you other than, let's say he simply ran out and it's not available. What would be the advice then?
2: Not a big deal, not a big deal to switch, especially if you're in veg, as long as you're going from synthetic to synthetic, you don't want to switch to an organic nutrient right now if you've got big veg plants.
3: You do want to watch out for not every nutrient formulation uh, that people are using is going to be the same. Um, so when you switch nutrient lines, they're designed for certain things to not lock certain things out, like going from a two-part to a five-part or something. Um, you definitely are opening yourself up for the potential of some like antagonism going on in, in the soil or something getting locked out um, just from switching up the nutrient lines in the different... Chemistry that's actually going on in there,
2: antagonism in the soil. We it's do hard to—it's to hard to hear you over the helicopter hovering over my house, dude. I'm sorry. No. Oh. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> no worries. The other thing I have
1: seen a big hang up when switching from uh synthetic feeding to organic type feeding. It took a good couple of weeks for the full transition. I wonder if the rhizosphere is just like confused and like, okay, we were eating this way and eating this way. Um, but I do agree with you fully, Scotty, and trying to really judge something by running a line that's entirely, you know, in its entirety, to see what you got. And then if you're changing a line, but well, you still got to keep in mind because people like to point fingers at nutrients. This worked way better. Well, maybe that next nutrient line you're trying worked way better better because you're comparing it to a grow that you pulled off in the summer. Right. Well, it got too hot in your indoor grow space or the 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 you know the conditions weren't as good. Just sure. keep track of all your variables with that.
2: But I am ignoring a couple things. My buddy Jaron grows super dank bud with the new Millennium Kit. I've grown super dank bud with the new Millennium Kit without much effort. Yeah, uh, sure. If you want to switch to new millennium and you're in veg, I don't think that's a dumb idea as long as you can get it. But so in veg, no problem. By the time you go to flower, I want to follow that chart, though, you know? If you're going that style, I agree. I agree.
1: Uh, all right. Thanks, Slightly Stone Stupid 42. We have a good comment from Dan D. Uh, this is huh, not too deep, but interesting here. It says, We breathe in air and exhale most of the time with the CO2. We only use like 16% of the oxygen in the air if I recall. This is interesting. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, This is why we're able to give CPR. But for the mention of plants breathing CO2, and we exhale, and the symbos the
2: symbios symbiosis yes sir um, like thing. It says so many plants revert to oxygen at night. <laughs> Hang on, it's classic. But for the mention of plants breathing CO two and we exhale, and the whole symbiosis like thing, he's unimpressed.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, many plants revert to oxygen at night and was why they always removed plants from a patient's rooms in hospitals at night, which I've heard nothing of, but that just sparked my my curiosity. A dude said it on the internet, man. It's fucking true.
2: how's that for useless fun information I like useless fun information that is dandy that is dandy sir that's actually really got me thinking I was reading a book recently and it was talking about how you know we exhale the carbon dioxide the plant you know uses carbon dioxide and exhales oxygen and it's like we're born and we're, we're alive created out of each other's breath
3: except for that's just one thing the plant has to do so bomb oh, oh my it cloud when it remove. photosynthesizes yes it is it is making oxygen and releasing oxygen into the air, but at the right. same time, it also uses oxygen when it respires. So photosynthesis is making sugars um, to use as energy later. Respiring is using those those sugars as energy and converting them into energy that the plant's able to use, and in that, it, it uses oxygen for that process. But sh- plants are a net positive in terms of the o- oxygen they make
1: versus oxygen they use. Why would they remove it from the hospital room at night? Because it's going to be consuming the oxygen at night. Doesn't that sound? Yep, that that is the idea. <laughs> yeah. Baby. Oh, did you get it? With extreme, yes. With extreme. Uh, you didn't catch in it, the yes. video. show, there's some fly hating going on in the bakery you got the fly swatter. At, oh. You don't like the electrical ones. I don't like those because it for it just knocks them out. Like I used it. Zzz, Fly goes down, and like a minute later, it's starting to wake up and shit. It's
2: a little ruthless, yeah. It's just Maybe being mean to It's too low voltage. It's like putting a dog shot collar on a fly. I'll
3: put some force behind a fly swatter. Broke one. I don't one either, like to yeah. explode.
2: Guru and I had to, I had to ask him because there was a fly on his head. We had to make some rules about swatting flies off each other. As long as he's wearing a hat, I can swat a fly off his head, all right? Uh, all right, I got another grow talk question here. Yes, sir.
1: Soil grow too hot, posted by Too Hirey. Yes. Uh, that was a question that. mark. Too hot question mark. goes first grow, Irie genetics, golden goat, S1 feminized, and now,
2: and up to now, have really only struggled with fungus gnats. Okay. Keep that bottom of your, the uh, top of the soil, top one into your soil. Try to keep it as dry as you can. And that's how you can fix fungus gnats.
1: Well, he says, which are gone now, thanks to rounds of nematodes, diatomaceous earth, sticky traps, and...
2: Stratio Stratio. Leila, I don't know, but <clears throat> predator mites. But hey, great job. You know, too high. You weren't too high to do it right. So he always got a bunch of different uh Yeah, different modes of control. Yeah. One's like mechanical, one's biological, I guess you'd say. Yeah, one's just getting eaten.
1: <sighs> But this reminds me, guys, the so diatomaceous earth will hit it quick. Sticky traps, obviously, trap them. I like to cut sticky traps in half and set them the non-little sticky side down at soil level. Sure. Uh, and then the diatomaceous earth, if it doesn't get wet, cuts them up when they go through there. Shut the them. grow hack on that was what? Get a little uh, top dress of like that decorative moss or something that will you can remove with the diatomaceous earth in it when you water, which I like. Go ahead, something's on the tip of your tongue there. No, man, you're doing it, man. You're doing it. <laughs> And then after that, making sure the key here have really kicked ass that fungus gnats with viable nematode. I don't remember the species, but they are the sponge, the nematode sponge that has the goo in the middle. You put it in a gallon of water and that
2: kicked ass. Sometimes you get them, though, and they're not that viable. Thank you. You're saying what I'm thinking. It's like we've done 1100 episodes together or something. Yeah, you got to watch out. They ain't been sitting in the the refrigerator in the grow room. I'm sorry, in the grow store for six months because they do have a limited shelf life.
1: Uh, all right, moving on. This is, I think I know the answer to my problem, but wanted to share some picks and get some professional feedback on even if I have a problem or not. Okay, I'm in week seven. I think I've overdone the nitrogen. Real dark green, slight burnt tips, leaves praying, but, when drooping tip, but with drooping tips, and I think the bud should be fattening up a bit more at this point, he's in week seven. So maybe stunt stunted a bit. Here's what he's done. Here's the, the meat and potatoes nutrition. I've top-dressed build-a-soil flower once at the beginning of flower and once at week four. So top-dressing, that's a build-a-soil flower is just a mix. I don't know exactly everything that's in it, but it's nutrition for your flowering period. It says here's the soil mix. It's an amended peat, cocoa, perlite. Um, quality castings, insect frass mix with build-a-soil craft blend and veg. So I know there's nutrition in the soil and maybe just overdid the castings
2: and top dressings at the beginning of flower. Castings don't have a ton of nitrogen, though. Where's the steak and potatoes nitrogen coming from is what I'm wondering. Uh Um, insect. For there's, us. there's a lot of nitrogen in there by the way you can just tell by the color of those leaves and the burnt tips and the curling down and the kind of serrated curled up edges the dark color and clawing is
3: the like, yeah. dead telltale yep. there's a nitrogen toxicity
2: yeah so he's getting a lot of nitrogen from somewhere
1: um, insect grass has an MPK I think that you know adding in the build a soil craft blend that has nutrition in it um, how much of everything too
2: You know, if your proportions are important.
1: All right. The Build a Soil Craft Blend isn't super hot. It's like a 352, and it has just, it's a mix of all kinds of, it's got kelp meal, Karanja cake, alfalfa meal, um, calfos, Camilla meal, fish meal. But again, doesn't seem like it's really hot in the MP if we're just going by the MPK of 352.
2: Yeah, it's, and there's some more stuff. See, I can't figure out where all the steak and potatoes or all this nitrogen is coming from. I've been also lightly adding in tiger bloom, which doesn't have a high nitrogen, silica, which has doesn't have nitrogen, kelp, which shouldn't have any nitrogen, and mammoth pea microbes, and mycochum, which I'm imagining is a uh, like a fish, you know, hydroslate or something like that. So I I don't know where it's coming from, I guess. He
1: does make a comment down here, and maybe something was overused. He says, next time, I'll follow a recipe instead of going freestyle. I've cut out all the additional inputs um, for just plain water and ran a few extra gallons through to pull some nutrients out. So yeah, it is a good idea to follow a recipe, mixing up soils, something that's trusted. He's mentioned build a soil in this. Um, They definitely have recipes or pre-mixed stuff that's good to go. But... This plant's tellt, it's just too telltale, right? That's clawing down. It's vibrant green. Those flowers should be bigger for week six. I think you said. Yeah.
2: Um, so I mean, what's what's the what's the recommendation? Ah, uh, it might be a little late for that. I mean, I am looking at get some serious. Uh, I feel funny saying it, but you can certainly regulate your soil by putting microbes in there, whether it's your castings, fresh castings or tea or whatever you're going to put on there or using a product like Recharge. I really do think it would help uh, buffer the nutrient that's in there, particularly the nitrogen.
1: Question on that. Can microbes help buffer if your soil mix is too hot? Can they help like, put up a barrier to
2: yeah. the rhizosphere for that Yeah, too? Like, that's where they live. The, the rhizosphere is at 1 of an inch where the roots meet the soil. That's where the microbes live and congregate. And that's not, that's, uh, they're able to pull and hold and act like a physical barrier uh, for nutrient. Mycorrhizae fungi is a physical barrier, barrier. It's a fungus root. It's a fungus that covers the root and is a physical barrier. It actually makes nitrogen.
1: All right, yeah, and I I mean, again, like you said, it is almost, this week seven, unless this is a 12 week, you know, whatever longer strain, plain water from this point, uh, quick tip, some people when they feel they have too much shit in their soil, like you did, they do like a flush, that's also a time sometimes people can get into overwatering situation. Make sure you don't water again until your soil is pretty damn dried out. Sometimes you give your plants a flush, and they're good for a, over a week or longer. Um, and just ride it out with plain water because there's definitely plenty of nutrition unless we're missing something else
2: here. He cool. says it himself. He says it himself, man, I'm going to follow a recipe next time. You know, it's tough to do this when you're just kind of trying to— I don't know. Yeah, following a recipe, especially when you're adding a bunch of organic components, I think is pretty important. I just called Jeremy from Build-A-Soil before the show, and I was like, thank you. Thank you so much because you gave me the right recipe right out of the box. You knew what I was doing. I had a big 100-gallon battery, and I didn't have to mess with it at all. So getting something designed right the first time is pretty important. Right on, right on. Um, Thanks to Hirey. Pull off a harvest there. Hey, do you mind if I give a little public service announcement? To anyone that yeah. owns a small got? a small business out there, anything like that, <clears throat> don't ever buy a pound and just leave it out, man. All right. <laughs> I mean, Jesus de Cristo, man. All right. Oh uh, yeah. Anyway, it was out in the fair game area. It was like in the fair game area, but damn, damn, man,
1: this shit was fair game. I was going to uh, – thanks to the people in the comments here. Oh, 2 has a little bit about the author. At 2Hyrie on cannabis, homegrown in Michigan to normalize cannabis, grow my own, and help break the stoner stereotype. Interested in living soils and growing organically, nature finds a way. Everything in moderation, but things once, hopefully – Stay higher in the yes. comments, guys. We got, they got thanks, Sunny and Bactopia down here. The nematode poucher, Chad, Westport, and two Hairy uh, D
2: Tom four twenty. Love the community, guys. Cause Grove six eighteen.
1: Can't forget about. It.
2: There's got to be oh. two hundred stores in Michigan that have recharge. Go in there and just get you a free fucking sample, man. All right. There's there's my pitch for the day. I'll mm. try not to mention it again. <laughs> it's just that it helps. You know, it's so easy. Okay, to, sure it's so easy to help people i get emails all day like hey man this really helped me so i try to open my mouth about it man i feel you i feel you um you should
1: up your grow game all right what we at here we got a grow hack by donkey kong
2: cannabis (laughs) Donkey kong i'm telling you i was reading a book about like how addictive games are and it started with donkey kong game's badass it's just all coming
1: back to me now like you've run you you gotta jump over the barrels climb the ladders just fucking line those quarters up man right on the top there so everybody knows (laughs) man all right sometimes you just gotta improvise we got that let me do some narration well i had officially ran out of room to flower out some plants no more room to add another tent either already got three tents running So. We have a spare bathroom that no longer gets used since the kids are grown and gone. So it has become a new flower room. Bought a bunch of Mylar <laughs> and a new shower curtain. Glued the Mylar to the inside of the shower curtain. Oh, shit, is that cool. And put Mylar on the walls of the shower. Ordered a new light that will be coming this Tuesday. Plus, this room has an exhaust fan, and I do not have to worry about water running out. You're right. Bathrooms make awesome little grow rooms. Wow. Um, I gotta this talk room about has no life. windows. And I so I didn't have to worry about any light leaks either. And it was a whole lot cheaper than buying another grow tent, I believe. Total cost was under
2: $20, not counting the light. So that is Get so the cool, room ready man! That is cool. Five gallon buckets So you do something simple like hempy buckets in there, it might be for all I know. And damn, just that's don't a be cool a water. What's out in the drain? So just be able to water and go down the drain. I love yeah. it. Yeah, that is really cool. By the way, I love. I mean, an indoor grow, growing in five gallon buckets, man. It's cheap. It's easy. You make hempies out of them. Easy. It's a good size. They live by where there's a
1: Menards, a Menards hardware store. Do this as a joke too on the next April Fool's Day for your wife and your like master bath. Like move like five of your plants up there. Hang yeah.
2: I the just ran out of room, babe. Yeah. For our anniversary, I turned our bathroom into a grow. Isn't it great? You got to get them well, agreeing with you before. And then you ask them if it's great.
1: Donkey Kong cannabis. Thank you. I guess. Yeah. When the kids are out of the house, if you're in that situation, it's going to up your grow space. comes, kid comes back from college or something. What happened in my room? Said, Sorry. It's a pro room now. Yeah. I always knew you were cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They, anybody get grow hacks up on the homepage, do com. Just go over there into the latest and find your
2: grow hack. And can I just ask something? Cause I used to use mylar and then I just started painting my walls flat instead is one better than the guru. You know about light and stuff. Yeah. Um, is mylar better? Is flat white better? Is it worth the trouble for to go against mylar? It So it can depend. There, Each one has kind of its
3: benefits and trade-offs. Uh, mylar is very reflective and very good at being reflective. It can create hot spots, and it's hard to get it, like, perfectly flat. Like a mirror. Kind um, of painting your wall with, like, plain uh, flat white paint, it gives off very diffuse light, reflects f- fairly well. Um but there are some even better paints that are made for re- reflectivity um, that will be better than Mylar, even in like a best case scenario. And I can't remember the name of the brand like, off the top of my head. But if you look right. for high reflective paints or white paints, there are definitely some really good options out
2: there. I mean, I don't care. This is freaking awesome. And he did a beautiful job mounting a Mylar. Mine's always a freaking mess. You know, It's like <laughs> an aluminum foil that's been used. But,
1: uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, mylar with the staple gun, having fun. But definitely the problem, though, um, one problem with mylar is you do have a, a barrier there. I, the issue I had with mylar in a basement room is when I ripped it down, um, that mold, black mold shit formed between the mylar and the wall. Like there was just a you know little area where it, would, it was the right environment. So be careful of that. Yeah, man, that's no good. Yeah, whereas because you'll see it, whereas with paint, you're going to – there's no – little barrier area there. So I'm, I'm a fan of the painting. It usually takes a bit, a few coats to go that white on shit.
2: You remember we interviewed the guys that built grow rooms professionally and they would tell us about all the mistakes that people made within the first few years. Like if you just picked the wrong drywall, you're screwed. And it was just super interesting. listening to them talk about build outs of those commercial grows. I wish I remembered what episode it was, but uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Very cool. Um, all
1: right. Moving on here, we got another grow talk question. This one, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, nutrient deficiencies, but let's get into it. Lime green leaves mid-f- or mid-flower normal or paranoid by Dr. Triptone. I'd be paranoid.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey, dude, need a little help. You guys got the knowledge. Three different strains. Number 45, chem, four crossed with chocolate tie, and blue dream. Beginning of week six in five-gallon grow bags – box farm ocean forest was the media using mother earth dry amendments and teas as well as a light botanic air soil bloom formula days day temp 77 um to 80 night 70 to 72 that all sounds great humidity 50 to 62 under two 300 watt es 300 leds by green sunshine company 20 inches from canopy all right um now, here looking at the picture, a little bit more narration though. Now, to me, the three plants, fan leaves, and some of the smaller leaves are looking lime green. I know they fade naturally at the end of flower, but this week six, too early. But these just look light green and purple red petioles. Petioles, what connects the leaf to the stem. Yes. Am I paranoid
2: or is this a deficiency going on sulfur? <laughs> Thanks for all the help. <laughs> You know what, right. Guru, Guru and I got into this because you look at it in, in originally and you go, nitrogen deficiency. You know, the plants are yellowing. Yeah, uh, that's,
3: there's some missing information here. Um, how this progressed. Did it just over the whole plant start to yellow at the same time? Right. Um, did it start from the bottom and come to the top? Um, yeah, that's what he's saying. Did, did what, it started from the bottom yep. and went to the top? Yeah, or starting from
2: the bottom, Yeah. Did it say that in here? Yeah, he's noticing uh, uh, some of the small—oh, I thought he said lower leaves. Oh, well.
3: Yeah, I I think—so it's kind of hard to know exactly uh, without that bit of information because it's very important. Nitrogen is a mobile element. Um, It will pull itself—or the plant will pull it from the older growth to the new shoots. So new shoots will be green, older growth will start to yellow out more. Right. Um, But nitrogen deficiencies and sulfur deficiencies do get misdiagnosed uh,
2: fairly often. And sulfur, we were talking about that before. You need a decent amount of sulfur. They call it the what the fifth macro, what the fifth macronutrient because pre- pretty much calcium it, is the
3: fourth. It and calcium are used in much higher proportions than any of the other micronutrients um, or secondary nutrients too.
2: So, I, just real quick. Uh, Jesus Christ! What is it? It's macronutrients—the N, P, and K. Mm-hmm. Secondary nitrogen, potassium, and phosphorus nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. Uh, the secondary nutrients are all oh, that's like your calcium and magnesium and sulfur and all those things that are used in decent quantities, just not nearly as much as the macros. And then all those micronutrients are the things that are used in teeny tiny amounts—man, parts per million. You seem impressed, dude. You seem impressed, yeah? Uh,
1: I'm impressed, but I'm <laughs> over here already on, you guys found a, a chart. Different types of cannabis plant nutrient deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Beware, Scotty. It's
2: a 12-minute read. They warn you. Oh, that's bullshit, uh, man. <laughs> will you read it for me and just tell me it in 90 seconds or less? I will
1: give credit, though. This is over on TooFastForBuds.com. I think this is Fast Bud's site. But yeah, this is they got like all the pictures
2: up here. Did they really oh. warn you that it's going to take you 12 minutes to get through this article? Just to prepare that's yourself, 12- millennial? Yes, 12 minute read.
1: <laughs> um but yeah, what do you guys so you're what do you point your fingers at and let's get okay. into looking
2: difference at between these. nitrogen and first off take a look at the nitrogen. It's basically it's pulling from the outside in, correct?
3: Outside in yeah. veins will be the last thing to yellow out of the leaf.
2: Bro, I'm looking at this chart though and it very it looks very similar, man. I'm looking at uh sulfur iron certainly looks different and magnesium certainly looks Got a little bit different because it seems to be getting some brown spots on there.
3: And, uh, ma- yeah, magnesium gets brown spots. Phosphorus is going to get ne- necrotic spots. The key distinction with sulfur and with uh, nitrogen right. is that the sulfur is going – to it can gener- – so it can have like an atypical response too. This one is generally – I'm thinking this is sulfur and that this is atypical. The typical one would be the new growth would start to yellow out first. Um, but – It can happen to where it yellows out the entire plant um, and fairly evenly across the whole thing where nitrogen is always – it's a mobile element. It's always going to pull from the older growth to support the newer growth. Um, So you'll yellow out from the bottom uh, starting there and moving its way upward as the deficiency gets worse and worse.
2: And there are things that can lock these out. You can have plenty of magnesium in your soil. But if it's imbalanced and it's locked out, then you will get a deficiency like this. What – What if you cause problems? A
1: question on this, you're like, oh, so it's a sulfur deficiency. And then can't you add easily too much sulfur, depending on how, you know, like people get worried about, oh, I'm missing that. And then they'll add too much and cause another problem.
3: Potentially could. It is kind of hard to do to overdo it with sulfur. And like my actual advice to this person, because this is a little without the that that information, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, Take one of the plants and feed it with some nitrogen fertilizer um, or, or like a grow fertilizer and take another plant and feed it Epsom salts. Um, see which one greens up. If whichever, if the one you fed Epsom salts greens up, it was sulfur. If the one you fed nitrogen fertilizer to greens up, it was nitrogen. Um, as as like a quick diagnostic (laughs) test to see very quickly. And you have, uh, two plants with the same symptoms. Um, the magnesium sulfate or Epsom salts has sulfur in there, has magnesium in there, um, and then the, the your like grow fertilizer will be higher in nitrogen, and you'll be able to see uh, which one
2: actually greens up. Well, that magnesium that could be a problem too. I, I, that can certainly trick you. And I'm looking at that aside aside from the brown spots, which is when it gets really bad. Uh, it can look very similar, except look at the burnt root tips. I'm sorry, the burnt uh, tips on the leaf rather. I can tell you
1: what, what I would do since he's in week seven. We don't have much time he has. The flowers don't look bad on these, to be honest with you. Um, but you could have another if you go on a nine week strain, you could definitely get these going. Um, this is where I would have, because this meat and potatoes seem like they're top dressed and lightly watered in with the botanic air bloom. The top dress, which we don't know what a dry men and C use, is probably where his basic nutrition is. But since I don't know exactly what I'm missing, but you guys are probably right looking at that chart. Um, I get a bottle. I could I'd have some bottles on hand. You know I me, mean, hashtag no spill. A bottle, one product back in the day, I don't know if they still have it, it was called Mineral Matrix it had all the micronutrients, but no meat and potatoes in this. So if I if I was using my own organic nutrition, but I was like, shit, something's wrong somewhere. I don't have much time. I'm going to water in this. but Or I'd also have a little cow mag on hand as well, hitting the plant with both of those watered in versus trying to throw another top dressing or any, You don't have time for that in week seven. Um, so that would be my tip for hitting it with something, uh, basic cross the board product that's gonna cover all your um, your your micronutrients. Um, and this is why, Scotty, you don't. Some people just decide to grow. You don't run into these problems two ways. First off, you're using a company's product and following their feed right, chart because right. they put in their, what's that? I'm saying, yeah, I'm cheerleading oh, over here, man. I was on my soap, but cold <laughs> brew's kicking in. Um, Because they put everything that basically that plant's going to need, unless it's a really hungry strain or whatever, in their base nutrients typically to ensure you have success. Um, Or if you're growing organically, um, that's where I don't know what all your amendments are, man. It's hard. If it's not all right, it's hard to play catch up sometimes to get it right when we don't have much time until we have to cut this plant down and smoke it.
2: Yeah. Hey, remember what I said about those micronutrients, though? You need them in teeny tiny amounts. So I'm looking at this, and this is either a macro or a secondary, You know, something that the plant needs a lot of. It's not getting.
1: Yeah. Well, Berner Herzog, I appreciate the people
2: that chimed in on this. I love that name. It is hilarious, right? Who Werner Herzog was the uh, guy that was doing rocketry, right? I believe he was like a rocket engineer. Am I wrong? Uh, I'm not sure. For me, growing
1: up in the Midwest of St. Louis, being a start baseball fan with the Cardinals, Whitey Herzog, I think was some type of coach for a while that might have got caught up in a gambling scam. But no. What can you do, man?
2: <laughs> what can you do when you're coach? You might as well be gambling on your own team, I mean, making things happen. To, they used to drink and smoke at the games when they were playing, you know? I'd put a cigarette out and go up to bat, oh. man, you know? Heinstein, thank you.
1: Kamikaze UFO, great comments over here. And um, Soup, and the, other, the previous comment, I didn't want to miss out on you. SC Dunslinger79, love it, DGC.
2: All right. He you ever hear help. about the guy that threw a no hitter, Doc Ellis, that threw a no hitter while on LSD, and and not like a, not a good no hitter. Like he hit bat- batters and shit. He hit a few batters, but nobody could actually. That's hit the still ball.
3: hey, that's still a no no. Um, and he wasn't on like he took a one hit of LSD and went out there and threw right. a pitch like he. They were like nineteen seventies hits, and I think he did like a lot, <laughs> yeah. like a lot, a lot. <laughs> He didn't even know
2: there. He thought it was a different day, and someone was just like, You got a game right now. Oh my God. And he went there, and then he threw a no no. I mean, I lived in the 90s, and they were pretty cool. I cannot imagine what the 70s were like. Jesus.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's pretty badass actually right. All right, let me tease what's playing on YouTube in case you guys didn't check it out we're taking some different clips of uh, content some of the primetime clips this one's titled this is a good sitting with Scotty and James Bean medical marijuana versus recreational marijuana why recreational kills medical Guru this is the image you put on there huh Good looking. Out. Jesus,
3: man, I'm my own worst this enemy was, here, This man. was right, you know, pandemic time, right before we got the yeah. uh, the ATM and we're able to make everything look nice. I just so. don't look healthy
2: there, man.
1: <laughs> Webcams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, before we get into our own grows, I will tell you to go vote with your dollars, growscom forward slash pros. Well, all the coupon codes are listed over there. Uh, today, I was, you guys are pretty much wrapping up, getting close in the greenhouse, IPM using Marone Bio products. If you're interested in bio control, guys, you don't want the nasties, you don't want the systemic shit that you shouldn't be using or that won't pass testing. Um, check out Marone Bio, guys, and hit up, they got three different products, what is it? Uh, Regalia, Grandivo, and Venerate? That is correct. Uh, which gives you control on molds and fungus, I believe, mildews, bud rot a little bit on the regalia side. And then the giant- mites and aphids are the, the general things it works with other than that, white flies, mealybugs. And I dig on biocontrol. If you don't know, like so the regalia is from the giant knotweed, correct? Giant?
3: And yep, based off of the giant knotweed, which is notoriously a bad neighbor to other plants. But it it has some chemicals in it that is able to make that uh, – help a plant ramp up its immune system like it is has a current bug infestation when it doesn't.
1: you going to learn more or on that, fungal man.
3: infestation when it doesn't. Sorry. That like, is cool, man. That is
1: cool. Well, using another plant to for your plants, IPM, I definitely dig. Uh, Maroon Bio, there's a link in the show notes here. Go over to the site, guys. They get a whole little cannabis section for you to check out. Dougrows.com forward slash pros. All the other pros are listed there with the coupon codes. Appreciate it. So let's go into the grows, Scotty, because you got to move indoor soon. Are you going to do any indoor growing? Or I mean, yeah, I've been doing a little dream, and it's all set up in there. I feel bad. Give me work. just a quick rundown. It's been a while. Like, are you? What are you going to run for your lighting? You're going to do a hempy style. Are we going to
2: actually? Are you going to harvest? Quick, quick rundown gonna gonna is, harvest yet. Uh, Quick rundown is back off, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I deserve that, dude. I deserve that, sir. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. We'll see. We'll see. I did make a fundamental mistake where I wanted to try those hempy beds last time. You gotta try stuff. And they just were too humid. There was just too much moisture wicking out of the bottom through the soil. And it was just a pain in the butt. So, I'm gonna go back to the 5-gallon hempy buckets. What I know. I'm gonna daisy-chain them together. Yeah, I I will get into it. Don't you have
1: uh, power restrictions? I know, regardless, on top of that, sometimes people, obviously, when you have a successful outdoor harvest, sometimes Sometimes you just have enough flour till your next outdoor harvest,
2: but usually you need a bumper crop or something, mm. if you will. Hey, if we smoke all this weed, I'm. I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to pull everybody one by one and talk to them.
3: I can uh, go ahead and say I can smoke a lot of rosin, and we have a freeze dryer. So, we are I mean, we're in like our pre-harvest. Uh, everything's getting fairly close. Um, the new mill side's about to get hit with winter frost and to help finish it out. And then we're going to be freezing everything and making water hash and pressing it into live what rosin. You, so, I'm excited just, for that. Just because you
2: can smoke a lot of rosin doesn't mean you have to. True, <laughs> but it might mean you should. Ah, uh, shit. What uh, What are your power restrictions, quickly? I mean,
1: I, I thought since upgrading you know, the recharge production facility, you had a little bit of power restrictions on sure. the mini-split of your light, so you're only, only able to run
2: <laughs> so much of a light, or what? Let's talk about that for a second, because cry for me. I'm stuck on a 100-amp service. There's people that have like 60-amp services for their whole house. You know, and it's uh, and try to make it grow and uh, run a grow in that thing. That's where LEDs are real important. But uh, yeah, I'm just trying to stretch everything. I have a you know facility here. I'm trying to stretch all you know all the, what the bakery uses. And believe it or not, we have air conditioning in here, man. And that the AC heat that shit takes up a, what I think 60 amp breaker on a heater, 30 amp double pole on an AC. You know, so right. that's yeah, it's uh, a yeah. significant amounts of juice. But
1: we'll see. You just need to run the proper wattage, however low it is, just to have a nice grow to where you don't need any AC. It goes, you know, because obviously we're going into winter, but you have different days. It's, it's tough as a grower depending on your building because if it's zero out, but then next week
2: it's 50, which easily can happen there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like such a douche when it's zero out or when it's 25 or 30 degrees out and I walk outside and my air conditioner's is running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm waiting. For what's going on in the grow? You're waiting? Give me, give me. It ain't going to be 90 days. I'm going to fire it up in the next month, man.
1: No, you're supposed to ask me what's going on in my grow, buddy. Come
2: on. Could I be the most self-centered person you know? <laughs> it's all right. I know you.
1: I'll tell you what's going on in my grow, Scotty. Yes, sir. I will tell you. All right. In my grow, you can see here, I have the great fall color coming on the plant. Ready ready for harvest, showing her beautiful purples. And then I'll just show you a nice picture here. This one's titled Bud Rot A. And oh my God. Wait, let
2: me just enjoy the purple first. Hooray for purple. That was beautiful. (laughs) Yes, I love it. It's so much fun. Uh, I got a bunch of purple uh, plants this year, purple strains this year. It's fucking awesome.
1: Well, then I, uh, you know, every every bud on the plant's got a little of this going on. This picture turned out pretty good where you can actually see like the, the, the mold and shit. And if you touch that, or move it around, or try to trim it, like you're like, oh, I'll we'll just cut this off. You can just watch the spores, spores go fine. airborne. No, really, it's trichromes, the man. What's that?
2: They're trichromes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll just trick myself. Yeah. Yes, this plant, as ex- expected, um, did get quite a bit of bud rot throughout. Eat every flower has a little bit here and there, so it's gonna be a, a one-cut harvest just at the base and thrown far off into the woods, hopefully for some animal to enjoy uh, or do something. I don't know. It would be awesome if they had an
2: endocannabinoid system and you just got them fucked up.
1: (laughs) Way too – the the micro – it's kind of a little bit of a microclimate, especially where I'm up on a higher part of a hill in town and we get mists and fogs and morning dew. Right. Um, And regardless of that, I've been repetitive here, but this will be the last time we're talking about the outdoor growth shack because we're starting in the indoor growth shack soon, the 2 by 4 Gorilla. Um, actually member new video on this and the indoor grow tent. You haven't seen it just with all the controls and I'm
2: excited to be in control again, Scotty. So it does uh, feel good. Now saying that I say organics or synthetics, you know, mineral, whatever you want to call it, but yeah, that's being in a lot, having a lot more control than the organics. The organics is building it right and letting it do its thing.
1: I'm doing, uh, I'll do a little bit of, uh, I don't know if I am, I think I'm going to do a little bit of worm on top. Yeah. Mix of peat and cocoa and I'm going to top dress with some nice insect
0: frass.
2: Yes, sir.
1: Um, And then I'm going to get the plant established with nothing but good water and recharge at that point and then I'll go into, once the vigor comes in, I'll use Ramos Full Line, Ramos Nutrients at like half strength to start. I never get up super hot though because it's the Synganic mix. I'm still going to have my inputs on top. Um, I love to mix to have a little bit every time I'm watering through. I want some nutrition. To go through there. So that's my Scott style. You know, if you listen to the show, but I wanted to ask you, I got to plant seeds, right? I have, I'm going to do uh, the autos, the Walter White from <laughs> and I have three, three gallon pots I'm doing in the two by four. How many seeds should I plant? This is the uh, the question. I want three plants. How many seeds should I plant? Feminized or
2: non-feminized? Feminized. Uh, then I think, I don't know, three, try three, you yeah, know, might have really I think, good, like- just, I think if you have. You should plant like five. I, you know what though I mean, these are high dig feminized auto seeds, so why not paper towel? It takes twenty towel. It takes twenty four or thirty six hours to see if they're viable. If they pop, they pop. If they don't pop, you know, or you pop another couple. Ah,
1: uh, so you're saying do that to try and see which ones if one doesn't pop, then yeah. I can get another one started pretty
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay, break it down real quick to me. The paper towel method, I just need to fold it over, get it wet, put it in a bag. Yep. And, uh, that's about it.
0: Keep yep, it on the light and
2: keep my eye on it. I, I take two plates and turn one like dinner plate over on the, next, on the other one. I put the paper towels in between them, a little bit wet, a uh, little bit of recharge on there. So as soon as that uh, the, the root comes out of there, it's inoculated with that mycorrhizae, and it's already growing on there. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty easy. Within 24, 36 hours, most right, of the I'll time, try that. pop. And just make sure you Do keep some- that towel nice and wet, man. That's why I put the plates over it. Keep it dark. And, uh, you know, then again, I am in a really dry environment here. So, yeah, you open it every now and again. Make sure it doesn't mold or mildew. I've always planted. I've always planted. But, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know what? It's fun. The paper towel method, I know it's less accurate, but you do get to see the viability of seed. I've planted seeds before, and I'm like, nothing happened. I planted them, but nothing came up. (laughs) You know? All right, yeah, and especially like you said, man,
1: when you like waited two months sometimes back in the day or to get those from Europe, and
2: then paid shit tons of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially uh, they're feminized, so if they pop, you know, you're you're gonna get something, some female.
1: Well, that's what's going on in my grow, guys. I'm glad uh, I asked. Yeah, <laughs> see, thank you, thank you for asking about that, Scotty. <laughs> oh man. And, I'm going to ask Guru, who's slinging some recharge, who out there is slinging the recharge. HGS Hydroponics
3: in Southfield, Michigan is slinging the recharge. Yeah, Michigan is just absolutely, what an amazing state. Yeah, shout out, single shout out to HGS, but shout out as a whole to the Michigan growers community and the entire state. They are fucking amazing.
2: That is, And DGC too, as far as just a super strong representation of DGC out there. So, hell yeah. Thank you. Respect. On the hit list for when we are
1: hanging again yes i wanted to do some uh maybe i don't know if i call them meetups i mean we're definitely got
2: the dgc cup on the radar but now i got i got a buddy that'll set it up over in ann arbor for us so i've actually had meetups over there we'll do it again you sure you don't want to do the dgc cup on zoom Uh, all right never mind i'm never mind sure so you just made me twitch
1: You guys need to recharge realgrowers.com. coupon code dude to hook you up. Anybody can check that out. Uh, RechargeCanada.ca dot C.A. If you are growing in the great white north or Canada, um, which I'm not in the great white north, by the way, I'm getting tired of people asking me how the great white north is. Right.
0: <laughs> I'm
2: in northern northern California style here on the coast, the sunshine coast. Yeah, it's a couple hours to get to to the states. Correct.
1: Uh, no, one hour
2: from my house. There you go. Okay.
1: Not too shabby. I can go down there and get my phone on the Verizon network again and feel like I'm at home right at the border. Uh oh. It's not what it's all about, dude. <laughs> anyway, guys, if you had a good time, dogross.com forward slash support. We got a wake and bake coming. Don't forget to check out dogross.com forward slash seed grab this Friday. Hanging out, hooking
2: up, everybody giving away shit. Scott says everybody's a winner. All right. <laughs> I didn't say that. All right. I hate when people say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, and Jay, Jay from NV Genetics is on, and uh, yeah, there will be a lot of winners, sir. Uh, contribute though, go. go over and leave an awesome comment, whether it's on YouTube or DudeBros.com. Uh, yeah, help us with the grow talk questions, yeah, and then just go over there to enter dudebroscom grab, and we'll pick some killer comments and some awesome DGC to play. Word, oh yeah, Rosenbaum, man, Rosenbaum threw down. There's gonna be a Rosenbaum this weekend there, up for grabs again. Those guys are awesome, and I went on the website today, and they just made, it's just a prototype, I guess it's for one of the guys that worked there, but an Eddie Van Halen Rosenbaum with the splattered paint and stuff, the red and white (laughs) splattered paint. Dude, I want that. All right, I'm gonna give some
1: shout-outs here. First and foremost, did you see Heienstein, Heienstein?
2: And Rick's double X 420. Sup, sup, guys. Einstein, Einstein. I get it, man. ko Jackson, O Cannabis 613. Glad Hands Grower, Cave Diver. You're crazy. You are crazy, man. Astro Love and Golden Greens. What up, the Merry gangsters and small, tall, make them all I take that I hang out with that guy Willie blaze and puddle pirate all right brothers thank you so much for the support everybody thanks for watching
1: you never know the DGC the cave diver I mean he might have figured out a way to like take dabs in his
2: mask he's like I, I gotta smoke when I want something good you know yeah I've known people where that means something completely different so <sighs> Turn up. I'm not going to
1: Urban Dictionary. You guys take it easy. Stay higher, my friends. <laughs> Till next time, He's out. Hey, take
2: her easy, dude.
0: Some people love to play it's up the tank. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And we the boss, man, to Take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on. on. it's just weird, it's just weird I like to smoke it out in loud get out